Hi, Coach Joe Lucas, and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. For nearly 30 years, I've been focused on helping advisors become the best, both personally and professionally. This show is dedicated to sharing with you tools, tips, strategies, distinctions, things that are working now. I'd love for you to take a moment, and if you're watching this on YouTube, click the like button and also the subscribe button so you get automatic updates. And if you happen to be listening to us on a podcast, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and you leave a positive review for us. Now, with that said, let's get to today's episode. Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Welcome to the second quarter of uh, 2022. Hey, hope you're all doing really well and you had a stellar Q1 and you have a great quarter two game plan. Uh, Today's conversation is going to be like a buffet of distinctions that I've uh, I've acquired over the last uh, couple of weeks. Uh, Some stories from some of my uh, personal coaching work that I do with advisors. And my goal here is to just add value to you. You know, my my premise here is that you're watching or listening because you're always looking for that one thing, right? One thing that would propel you to add a little edge, right? Increase your success. So let's just kind of jump into our conversation today and and see where this goes. And and just so you're all aware, uh, when I come and do these, I have no teleprompter. I don't have any written script anywhere or, or looking at anything. I have a couple of ideas in my head. And what I want to do is just kind of get them out to you uh, with as much um, power and being as authentic as I possibly can. So one of the things I want to talk about, and this is a story with one of my clients. You know, again, if you think about in our world, the earlier you can get in, the earlier you can start your day. And there are exceptions, of course, but typically the earlier you start the day, the more control you have over the day, the more you get done in that day. So if you're showing up late, and I'll let you determine what that is, that will put you behind the proverbial eight ball. So I was engaged with a client. Uh, we're doing just a phone conversation. And we're talking about Q2 this quarter. And I was like, hey, what do you need to do? Give me the two or three things that you know you need to get a handle on, elevate, change, uh, you know, have higher standards on, whatever. And one of the things they said was, you know, I've got to, I've got to get in the office earlier. I said, great, okay. So that to me is nebulous. So follow-up question. Specifically, what's the standard? And they say 7.30. Say, great. What caused you not to do that now? It's an important question. I don't get up early enough or I sleep in late. Okay, fine. What causes that? I don't sleep well at night. Okay, what causes that? I go to bed too late. Okay, what causes that? I eat dinner too late. What caused that? I don't get home early enough from the office. Okay. So you see, it's like a circle. See the whole circle there? So what most people do is say, okay, I want to get in earlier. So they go ahead and attack what looks like right in front of them is the causal fact, which is I got to get up earlier. So so let's go attack. Hey, let's just set our alarm for 530. Let's set our alarm for six. Let's make sure we're up early enough so that we can do what we need to do. You know, our morning game plan, our morning ritual. Uh, We call it our Magellan morning eight. And then let's get in there. And that's what most people do. Because it's it's like it's it's so obvious, right? Set the alarm, get up, suck it up, make it happen. And if you think about it as a circle, that's where most people would want to enter into the circle. But that is not the best place to enter the circle. The best place to enter the circle is to declare when you're gonna walk out of the office that day, or every day, I should say. 
So I said, look, and this was the conversation. Hey, let's, let's, I understand what you're saying. That's not where, that's not the issue. The issue is you're not sleeping late. And he goes, well, what do you mean? I go, well, let's, let's look at the whole circle. Let's go backwards, right? Let's go counterclockwise. The problem is you're in the office too late. You're in the office late. There's, some, there's something called compensation theory. You can Google if you want. And compensation theory basically says when we feel like we're doing something here that we deserve or I need to be compensated over here. So for a great example is if you work out, if you have a tremendous workout, you, have a, like you really bust your hump. Compens- a lot of people, who, if you succumb to compensation theory, oh, I had to really work out. I, I can go eat that piece of cake. Or I can go have that fourth glass of wine or whatever we're doing, or like pizza, right? Because I busted my I busted my butt in the gym. I deserve, I'm gonna compensate for that. Well, this is exactly that. Because I'm staying later in the office, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna get in, I'm gonna get home later, I'm gonna eat later, which is gonna put me to sleep later, which is not gonna be a great sleep because I ate so late, which means I'm gonna have a tough time getting up when I want to get up, and then we have that reverse compensation. So my advice comes very simple. I said, look, man, it's not, I mean, the only way this is going to really get fixed, I mean, forever, long term, is you declare out of the office time. And we came up with 5.30. So he will get up at 5.30, be in the office by 7.30. He will end his day at 5.30. That's a 12-hour day with some lunches and breaks and stuff like that. But let me say this to everybody really quick. You know, and, and that doesn't mean you have to do that on Friday and you get your vacations and stuff like that. So let me be very clear on that. But if you're like in a tactical or surge kind of window, that's about the schedule that I see. About 12-hour day. I always ask, hey, when do you start your game? When do you start work? And they always say, well, I get to the office at 7.30 or 7 o'clock. So what time do you get up? Well, I get up at 5.30 or 6. That's when you start working. Why? Because that's when you do your morning ritual, or we like to call our Magellan Morning 8. This is when we get things to happen, right? Quilting for it. So the point is, when, if you think about our game as a, what I like to call being an advisor is a behavioral based business, behavioral based. Okay. I don't care what your goals say. I don't care how many diplomas you have, how many designations you have. It's how you behave each and every day. Makes the difference. So on to the next part of our conversation. That's like a, just like a coaching debrief here. So I said, okay, what else do we need to do? He goes, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta eliminate or I gotta eliminate my distractions. I said, okay, they come in many flavors. Give them to me. And he gave me three. The TV, the internet, actually four. The TV, the phone, the internet, and colleagues. There's four. It's okay. Well, I said, let's talk about the easiest one first, right? Which is the TV. I said, I know what you have on. It's going to be several choices. It'll be either you know Fox Biz or CNBC or Bloomberg, or maybe you know something else. I said the days are long gone where you need to have the TV on and see market news to make money in this business. It's a terrible distraction. I see it all. By the way, it's a little sidebar. Before COVID, I used to go on the road a lot, visit a lot of my clients, go to go into branches, independence, wires, all that stuff. In 80% of the time, I'd walk in, I'd sit in the lobby, and sure enough, there'd be CNBC playing in the background. That's the worst thing you could possibly ever do. Imagine this. Let's get our clients some news prior to a review. It's a terrible idea. I know it's some of you sit there and say, well, Joe, I need to know what's going on. Look, if something bad happens, you'll find out. I'm saying this right now as a statement. If you have a TV in your office, it's costing you 
I don't know, maybe up to a couple hundred thousand dollars a year in lost focus and lost productivity. Do not do it. So that was issue number one. Issue number two, right? We talked about the phone. Well, Joe, the phone rings. I said, well, look, when you got to go, and, and I have a term called, when you got to go on block time, or what I call genius time. So th this, these are, you know, a couple hour blocks. Maybe you're prepping for a big review. Maybe you've got a really uh, high net worth a prospect coming in. you got to get your game plan figured out, right? Or you just need to think about, your, you just need uninterrupted genius time to be great. you got to control all the environment. So the phone. So it's very simple. There's no law saying it rings. You have to pick it up. So I said, does your phone have a do not disturb button? Yes. Push it. Does your phone have a red light that blinks when you have a voicemail? Yes. Get some black electrical tape. Cover that sucker up. Shut it down. Joe, what was one of my top clients calls? They call. They leave a message like everybody else. And I said this, and this is, this is almost verbatim. I said, two scenarios. You're in a review with one of your top clients and another top client calls. Are you walking out of that review of that top client? Go handle that top client phone call? No. What happens if you're in the dentist chair and they got all this stuff in your mouth and one of your top clients calls? Are you going to rip everything out of your mouth to go talk to the person? He'd start laughing. No. It's okay. 98% of everything that shows up in your world is, is important, non-urgent. We just think it is. You can go dark for a couple hours. Just tell your staff, hey, he's in a meeting for the next couple hours. No big deal. Problem two solved. Challenge number three, the internet, right? Easy. Shut it off, right? And not so much internet, maybe, because maybe you need access to things while you're doing some work. Primarily your email clients. So whether it's Outlook or G Suite or whatever you're using, right? Close it. Get rid of the notifications on your desktop and on your phone. If you have a mobile phone, most phones now have a do not disturb feature. Use it. Use it. The last one, people. I don't care how you pull this off. You have to have what we call a closed door policy. Now, what's a closed door policy? That your team knows that when your door is closed, you're not to be disturbed. And that means you do not knock. The only protocol is if the building's on fire, somebody's in the hospital, or something like that. You know, of course, there's going to be um, you know, exceptions to the rule. But there's a rule. Now, when I say those things, total logic. Makes sense, Joe. Well, how come advisors don't do it? Because they're afraid to give themselves permission. Because they're afraid to value themselves. That's the bottom line. You know, we as an industry, and, and this is not going to be indicted across everybody. I know people do a great, some people do a great job with this. Who's the most important person in your business? It is you. It's not your clients, because if you're not right, you have no clients. You have to take care of number one. You're the leader. You're the one that needs to be focused, cultivate your mental, emotional, physical energy, like we talked about in a previous episode. And you've got to make things happen. But I find a lot of times advisors have this victim identity. Joe, I can't get organized. Yes, you can. You choose not to. You have a narrative in your mind that gives you permission not to. I can't get control of my schedule. Yes, you can. 
You choose not to because you have a story that basically tells you that you are not responsible. Oh, look at me, the world's against me. That's a bunch of BS. What it really boils down to is permission, self-permission. Here's the reality. Until you can go ahead and give yourself permission to have it all, and, that, and with that, whatever that means to you, that's going to mean different things to everybody. You will struggle with this. You will subconscious, subconsciously create roadblocks, a narrative, situations that will hold you back. And, and I've been with that this now almost 30 years, 28 plus years. I've yet to meet an advisor who's struggling. who they were their own worst enemy and that's why they were struggling. There's the, oh, my firm, my partner, my this, my, yeah, I'll hear it, I've heard it all. When you really peel the onion back and look in and look, look at the heart of the matter, person's not willing to do what's necessary. So that's a little buffet nugget number one. Number two. I was having another conversation with somebody. We were talking about moonshots, right? Everybody know the term of moonshot, right? Moonshot is a big, big goal. Something that would be transformative, right, in your game. Why don't most, why don't most, forget advisors, why don't most people go for moonshots? Because they're afraid of falling. So think of a moonshot as climbing the mountain, okay? In business. I was talking to somebody the other day, and we're just, you know, kind of doing, we're doing a Zoom. And, um, you know, we're talking about second quarter goals and we're just talking about because I'm really challenging myself this year to really stretch it. I have several moonshots I'm working on this year and my clients know them. I'm always open book. I said, look, here's what I'm doing. I'm leading. I lead by example. I just don't sit in the background and, and, you know, just talk. I'm always in front. When I win, I let everybody know I win. When I fail, I let people know I fail. I also tell them what I learned by that failure, which then makes it not failure. So we're talking about moonshots. I said, the, I said, you know, my experience is the number one reason people are afraid of moonshots is they're afraid that the moonshot's not going to work and it's going to fail. And I have this narrative, this metaphor, like climbing a mountain. Okay. So you know the old saying: the higher the higher you climb, the what? Father, you fall. Fair enough. That's a fact. But are you dead? <laughs> right? It's like a video game. You get a, you spawn again. You just spawn another life. Right? It's not life or death. I'm not saying you may not hurt a little bit economically. I'm not saying you may have to, your ego may not get things, but let's be very clear. Business is a game. It is not life or death. If you fail and fall off the mountain, nobody's going to take you out back and shoot you. You're not going to go to jail, hopefully, and you're not going to get deported. Okay? You're here. Your ego and pride is hurt and maybe your, your checkbook a little bit. I fall off the mountain all the time. You know what I do? I pick my ass up, figure out why I fell, come up with a different strategy, different approach, and get back on the mountain and go again. And the other metaphor is you think about it, like belay, like belay lines, right? You're going to fall, but you're not going to fall all the way. You're going to fall back a little bit. So, okay, that didn't work. Okay, what else will work? Maybe there's a different crevice, maybe a different path to climb the mountain more. You can learn a lot by watching mountaineers, how they approach problems. How they fall and they're, and they're caught by their belays. They don't fall to their death. 
I'm not saying it's pleasant. It's not. They go again. So I want you to think about your moonshot. And why don't you go after it? You know why? Because you're afraid of it. Or you haven't given yourself permission for it. Question I asked one of my one of my clients. What if? What if you did give yourself permission and it worked? How would that transform your world? Because a moonshot is transformative. It's not like, oh, I made an extra 10% this year, or I brought another $30 million of assets. That's nice. That's not transformative. Moonshots are transformative. So we're talking. And, I, and it clicked for him. I, I, saw it on, I saw it on Zoom. It, like, huh, you're right. You don't die. You just fail. Yeah, fail, you fall, 100%. You don't die. For some of you, that statement right there was everything out of our conversation today. You're not going to die. You know, when I started my... Um, my uh, my new health initiative and and you know my goal this year and I'm I'm happy to state it because I like making proclamations, you know my goal is my goal is to lose a minimum of 50 pounds in 2022 and I'm down about 22 25 depending on the day. Uh, here we are at the NQ1, and by the way, this has been a goal that I've that I, I this has been an outcome that I wanted for a decade, but I've always failed because I told myself it's like nugget number three. Because I told myself, oh, man, if I could just lose 10 pounds, if I could just lose 5 pounds. You know, like you take the big goal and you break it up into little goals. That doesn't always work sometimes. You know why? It's not, the mountain's not high enough to go through the suck part of it. You know, one of the things I realized literally in the last 12 months. If your goals aren't big enough or compelling enough, if the moonshot's not exciting enough, you're not going to be willing to go through what I call the pit of pain to go climb the mountain. It, it is not, I don't, I don't, so if for those, for those of you who are watching the video, you'll see this, right? You know, success is not this and then I climb the mountain away I go. Success is really, I go and I got to go into the pit of change, then I start climbing the mountain, right? So think of it almost like a little bit like a fish hook, right? It's going to have this hook and then up. It doesn't go, it's not an L. It's not an L. looks more like a J, quite frankly. When I realized that, I said, that's the problem. The, I don't have, I'm not willing to go through the pit because the, the, the up the mountain size is not high. It's 5, 10 pounds. That's not radical. And so we, what, what we as humans do when the goal is not big enough, what do we do? We kick it down the road. We procrastinate. We come up with a story and there, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll start next week, whatever, and it doesn't happen. When you create a moonshot goal, when the mountain's high enough, you don't have the luxury of time. You got to get after it now and every day. That was my distinction. And that's why I produced the results I produced personally myself. By the way, that approach also works in business. If you sit there and say, well, I'm grow, I want to grow my business in the next three years, if I can just, if I can just get it up 10, 20, 30% over the next 10 years, I'll be, I'll be satisfied. That's a death sentence right there. The goal really needs to be, as, a, as just a conversation here, what would it take to double my business in the next 36 months? 
What would it what would it require for me to go attract another fifty million dollars of new money? Moonshots. And a moonshot has got to be believable. It can't be something that's so abstract you can't get your head around it. So let's be very clear on that. Okay. Your mind has got to believe. They'll, they'll say mind has to believe it to achieve it. Right? Shocking. But it's true. And that's what it takes. I think many of you are playing small ball because you're afraid of the big ball. You're afraid of the moonshot. You're afraid of looking up at the mountain going, oh my God, that's high. I don't know if I want to do this. I'm not going to do it then. You're definitely not going to go in the pit. And let's, let's be very honest with ourselves. Success is hard work. Anybody tells you that they got the silver bullet system or this or that, I mean, they're, they're just trying to sell you some stuff, make some money. I'm not saying they wouldn't add some value to your world. It's not going to be transformative. There's nothing I've ever seen that can transform another human being except that human being. And that human being willing to do the work. Period. I don't care. Practice management, consultants, gurus, software suites, marketing programs. I mean, like I said, I'm not saying they're bad. They're valuable. They add value. That is not going to be transformative. Only you can make yourself transformative. So I'm going to wrap this up. I want to keep to, I'm going to keep to some, some level of time here, right? So we walk away with three things, right? In terms of conversation around how to interchange, right? With, uh, with you know, starting our day a little bit differently, as that's something you struggle with, right? Uh, we talked a little bit about, you know, creating more moonshot goals and getting uncomfortable, right? And, and really understanding that you've got to have big goals in a moonshot. I mean, the bottom line is that. Don't be afraid of it. Being uncomfortable is where it's at. And to be uncomfortable, you have to have courage. You have to have commitment. You have to have consistency. You can't, you can't worry about being comfortable. So many of you, your goal when you got in this business was, man, if I could just make X amount of dollars a month, I'd be comfortable. I'd be set. That is the death of you because you'll do it and you're done and then you're bored. And then now what? Then there's more, there's no more mission. Remember human, Tony Robbins said this, human beings are happiest when they're going after something, when they're attacking a goal, they're making things happen. They're gr- and, I, and I agree when I'm grinding on stuff and I'm a grinder, nothing comes easy for me. Nothing. I'm happiest when I'm after it. When I get up and I'm not after something or I think, oh, this feels pretty good it's like that, that scares me. It's like time to go again, right? And uh, for those of you who are, are in, my, in my world, right, as Magellan Network members, you know, we're starting two new mastermind groups this quarter. We've got a whole COO program with, uh, with Matt Sonnen. Got a lot of cool things happening because I don't let moss grow under my feet. Thank you for watching and listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Welcome to the second quarter of 2022. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community 
of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally and professionally.